Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes. Welcome to the podcast. So today I want to start wrapping up the year. Can you believe, can you believe that 2022 is almost over? We're wrapping up this thing, man. And listen, I was sitting here this morning, looking at my vision board, thinking about the things I did not do this year. Oh my gosh. So just being completely transparent, there are several things on my vision board that I achieved. And a few of them I just did in Q4. Um, some of them I completed early on in the year and then some will just be a continuous thing like uh, working out. Now, I will admit that I did achieve my weight goal, but I did not achieve my overall look. Does that make sense? Like I knew I wanted to be at least 170 because with COVID, I was yo-yoing like 175, 180, back down to 176. So I was able to achieve the weight goal of 170. And that is so close. Like, I'm really, like I've been smaller than that. And I, I actually like the weight on me. I like the 175, 180, but it looks better if I have, um, if I'm toned, I'll put it to you that way. So I got to the point where I like what I see in the mirror. Now I'm going to try and sculpt this thing out a little bit. And then that 170, I promise you, is right on the line. It's like 170.2 or 170.5. And then one minute, another day, it'll be like 171, then 168. In one. So let me tell you about me. I am an everyday scale person. And I'll be completely honest with you. I know there's probably a fitness person saying, that is not how you do it. You're supposed to get on the scale every Sunday at the same time and weigh yourself. That does not work for me. I need to see it daily. I mean, the scale is right there next to my tub. <laughs> it's right next to the shower. Like, why not do it? And yes, I have two scales. So, you know, when I'm getting ready to go do my thing to prepare for the day, I get on the scale. I get on the scale every morning after I use the bathroom. Again, for some people, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that you know, but for me, that would, that's the only way I could keep the weight down. If I waited until Sunday, I would probably be 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> like that works for me. I have to do what works for me, not what works for other people. But here's the funny thing. I was watching a video with the Harmondi on YouTube, who is a multimillionaire. He made all his millions off of uh, opening these big gyms and teaching people how to have a successful big box gym. And I'm watching one of his videos and he he was talking about, um, 
I don't know. It was something like from from broke to billions or something like that, or broke to millions. And somewhere in there, he said, if you're trying to lose weight, you should weigh yourself every day. And I was like, what? (laughs) Because everybody says that you shouldn't. And I'm like, why not? The scale is right there. Like, you know how much discipline it takes for me to walk past that scale? Do you know how disciplined how how disciplined I've got to be to be in the bathroom and pretend I don't see that scale? Now, I don't get on the scale every time I'm in the restroom, but I do get on the scale in the morning before I jump in the shower or before I take a bath. So when he said that, I was like, okay, I'm already doing it. But he said that. He said, you should weigh yourself every day. And um, then he started talking about finances. And he said that he checks his bank account every single day. He says, and I advise you to check your account every single day, because then you know what's happening. You know how much money you need to make, you know, how much money, you know, I mean, if something happens, some some money just evaporated from your account. If you don't check your account until like, say, Wednesday or Sunday, or if you don't have an alert on your phone, you won't get it. So anyway, when he said that, I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I do that. So I think that was how I was able to get the weight down and keep it down. Because if I got on the scale and it said 175, I'm like, oh man. So I got to tweak what, you know, really watch what I eat. You know, um, maybe I won't have that slice of cake. Because again, I I have a, I eat healthy 85% of the time. It's that extra 15% of the time that's screwing me up. But 85% of the time, I'm healthy. So my thing is, well, if I get on the scale and the number is funky, then I won't have that slice of cake or I won't eat that ice cream, you know? So yeah, I do that. But anyway, checking my vision board, um, I've accomplished a lot this year and very, very proud of myself. But there are some things that I did not do that I did not do. And that's going to transfer over to the vision board for next year. Like there were some financial goals that I didn't meet in, in my personal life. I met, I actually exceeded my financial goals in my professional life. Um, with, with one of my businesses, but one of my other businesses, I did not at all. Like I didn't even touch the surface. (laughs) Like I just, yeah. So that would definitely go over to 2023 and all of the goals, all of, all of those goals that I did not do at all, or like I didn't scratch the surface, um, in one business that goal is going to go over to 2023. And, um, and there was one that that just jumped out at me. Um, I will have happy, meaningful relationships that jumped out at me because I did that this year. Um, I did, I, I had to, 
I had to make a decision that I was going to get rid of all the takers, all the takers, all the people that come for something. You know what I mean? Um, I can honestly say I don't have people in my life that come to me for things like money and items. I don't have anybody in my life like that. Um, and that's family or friend. Um, but I do have people that come and monopolize my time or will call for advice for the same thing they needed advice on last week or last month or last year. And it's annoying. And because I am like, I, this, this may sound a little crazy, but once I've made a decision, the decision is made, right? Now, then I have to walk myself through exactly how I'm going to do it. You know, like if I made a decision that this friendship no longer serves me, uh, this friendship is toxic, this friendship is over, this relationship is whatever. Once I've made the decision, the decision is made and everything that I do from the point of that decision is about executing, right? So it could be someone will call and I just won't call them back. Someone will text and I just won't text them back. Or maybe I'll block them. So now I don't see you calling or texting. Um, if I still give you access to me, then the decision will just roll off on my tongue like <laughs> in a very rude way. It'll be like, look, please don't call me anymore. Or look, look, this friendship has reached the end of the road or, you know, just whatever. And because I had you in a friend category, that means I care about you and how I handle you, even though you may not feel that way about me and how you handle me. But I don't do people the way they do me. So I will try to softly let you down. But the decision has been made right? I am not the person to ponder on, like, I'm not going to bounce this decision off of several people to see if I'm making the right decision when it comes to a friendship or relationship or whatever. You, you have enough information to, to say this friendship no longer serves me or this, it could be a business relationship. It could be a romantic relationship. And that's not it. <laughs> I have taken a break from romance for the past couple of years. But I make a decision and then I execute. And even if it takes me a couple of weeks or a couple of months to say, this friendship no longer serves me, I'll try to let the person down easy by saying, maybe just ignoring a couple of calls and not responding to text messages. But if they keep doing it, then I have to say something. And, I, and I, there's been a time where I punked out and did it through a text, <laughs> but I did it, right? So saying all that to say, right now, 
I have happy, meaningful relationships. Like right now, I'm I'm good. I'm good. And I'm not that fragile where if you say one thing out of, you know, this out of pocket, I'm going to be like, oh, this person that I'm not that fragile. When I get to the point where I cannot take a person anymore, I have tried. Um, and most recently, most recently I did it and the person had a clinical issue. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> There's one thing to have a clinical issue if you're clinically depressed and you're working on it. But it's a whole nother ball game if you know you're clinically depressed and you refuse to work on it. You refuse to find a hobby that's going to balance you. You refuse to meditate. I've given this person books. You know, you refuse to um, take meds. You refuse to do the holistic approach. So you want to be where you are. But I can't let you take me with you. Like I can't take your highs and lows. And in situations like that, you have to say, you know what? Hey, have a nice life, but do not ever call me again. And I, I remember, I remember saying that like, no backup. I didn't say it. I texted. I remember saying that, texting that. And I felt so bad because this person had, this person was clinically depressed, but I, I had known her for like three years and Everything was an issue. The sun was an issue. The water was an issue. The wind was an issue. Church was an issue. My boss was an issue. You know, I just woke up and quit my job. It's an issue. And I was like, you know, you should probably go talk to somebody about that. But when you constantly refuse to, then you have chosen to live this way. Or you have chosen to be a burden on everyone around you. My sisters make me sick. I can't stand my brother. My kid makes me sick. And I was like, wow. I said, do you realize that everybody that you come in contact with makes you sick? I'm, I can only imagine what you say about me. So it's an ongoing thing that even, I don't think even she realized because she was so stuck in that dark place. And I will always take a hit. I'm okay with taking a hit and saying, yo, this may end the friendship, but I got to say this. And then I will just run off the list of things that you've said to me that other people have done, but actually you were the problem. And if it ends the friendship, I'm okay with that because I needed you to see you because you refused to. You're in this dark place. You're in this hole. So that said, when you start looking at I will have happy, meaningful relationships, for me, every friendship, every uh, platonic relationship, every romantic relationship won't always be happy. You're going to have some bad times but it can still be meaningful. But if it's a constant bad thing, if it's a constant, if you, if you can tell that it's very toxic, then you shouldn't work. You shouldn't work on those relationships. Um, and I'm one of those people I've never done. I think the, I've never, 
<laughs> I've never done. I've always had like a second plan. <laughs> I've always had another plan. You know, the only relationships I felt like I had to hang in there and I had to work on would be a relationship with my son. But other than that, I don't have to work on any of these things. I just don't. And no, I don't want to be a lone ranger. But I think that when you are of a certain age, there's some things that you should either know or be willing to find out more about. You should either do or be willing to work on. And if every time I talk to you, you take, I would say, the low road and say, this is just how I am. This is how I'm living. This is how it's going to be. Then you should be that way. Because my job is not to change anyone. I had one job and that is to be a great parent and to be good to people. Right? But all that other stuff, that's not my job. It is not my job to tolerate someone's selfishness. I don't have to do that. I don't have to tolerate toxic people. I don't have to talk. I do not have to tolerate being... um in friendships or in rooms or in um, partnerships um, or in business or a service provider to people who are unkind. That's not my job. I don't have to do that. And my famous line is nobody signs up. Nobody decides to be an entrepreneur to have people tell them what to do and run over them. If I want someone to tell me what to do, I will hire a business coach and I have that. If I need someone to help me work it out or to tell me what to do, I will hire a therapist and I have that. So you have to be careful of some of the people that you are around some of the people, you know, that that quote that says, be careful, pay attention to your energy when certain people come around because that energy is telling you who's good and who's bad for you. So I'm that person. So as I look at this vision board and I look at some of the things that I've accomplished, I am super excited and I'm even happy about I'm happier about the I will have happy, meaningful relationships and if you ask me, what did you do? It's 52 weeks in a year. What did you do the 52 weekends in 2022? I can honestly tell you, whatever it was, I did it by myself. <laughs> just, and don't join me. Do not join me because I'm not telling you to be a lone ranger. But in the 52 weeks, I am not going to sit here and tell you that it was 52 miserable weeks. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was 52 boring weeks or it was 52 hard weeks or it was 52 toxic weeks because it wasn't. It wasn't. It was 52 calm, relaxing, chill like, um, for me, because I tried to stay busy, I was probably busy being busy. Yeah. 52 amazing weeks. But I wasn't sitting around wondering about people like, oh, did I hurt that person's feelings? Oh, why didn't that person do what they say? No, I didn't. 
So as I look at this vision board and I look at some of the stuff that I put on here and super proud of the things that I've accomplished and I'm going to do another podcast about the things that I accomplished as we get closer to the end of the year. I I want to share I want to share some of some of my accomplishments with you. But I just wanted to kind of look at some of the things that that's just stuck out in real estate. I didn't do what I expected to do this year in real estate, but I am not unhappy. (laughs) I'm not unhappy at all. And the beauty salon, I crushed it. I crushed it. Um, and that was me doing that daily thing. That was me looking at those clients on the book daily. That was me marketing daily. That was me um, just constantly trying to be better week by week by week in services and customer service. And people always commend me on my customer service. But I promise you, I'm just being me. I am just being Tanya. Um, I am a natural introvert. And, you know, they, they say, of course, we're a little bit of both. And, uh, but I'm a, nat- I'm a natural introvert. And so according to what I read, the difference is in, in an intro and extrovert, I'll tell you this piece, because there are many differences, but I'll tell you this piece. And introvert resets by being alone. Remember I told you I had 52 weeks of, yo, it's me and the dog. (laughs) So an extrovert resets by being with people. And I always know when I'm entertaining an extrovert. Yeah, I I always know when I'm entertaining an extrovert because an extrovert, for some reason, their party is not going to happen if I'm not there or if someone's, you could have had 20 people there you were expecting 21. I'm the one that didn't come. And you're just like, that still wasn't enough. You needed that one more person. And you had a good time, but you should have come. Like it's a lot. And that's another thing I don't let people do to me. (laughs) I don't, I'm not coming. I, I am not coming. So even if you're listening to me right now, And you're like, oh, I'm going to have this birthday thing, or I'm going to have this anniversary thing, or I'm going to have this thing. Listen to me. I am not coming. As long as people are still getting sick and being hospitalized with COVID, knocking on wood, I still haven't had it. I am not coming. I will send you a gift. I will wish you well, but I'm not coming. I, and I've said this before, I do three things. Two of them keep me very busy, but I do three things that require me to be in the company of several people. That is, I do hair. I am a realtor. Did I say that? (laughs) I do hair. I'm a hairstylist. I'm a realtor. And I give talks at cosmetology schools. 
They all require me to take that mask off except doing hair. I wear my mask during hair and I wear my mask when I'm showing houses. But I don't wear my mask at a clothing. Come on now. But when I'm talking to those students, I take my mask off. So if I'm going to get sick, I want to know exactly where it came from, even though that's probably impossible. So, so, so when you invite me to other stuff, I'm not coming. Now, do I go to restaurants? I do. I'm just driving around town. I'm going to pull into a restaurant, especially if I've heard great things about it. But I'm not going to call a bunch of people to meet me. I'm not going to make it a girl's night out. I'm not doing it. Now, there is um, a young lady that I am very fond of at work is having an event in a couple of weeks and she invited me. And I, I am pretty sure I'm going because she and her family, they're very careful. So I'm really going to push hard to go to that event. But other than that, I'm not coming. If I don't go home, I'm going to her event. And that's just how I've been doing things for the past couple of years. And I'm okay. I promise you, I'm okay with it. So popped open this podcast today to have a, a totally different conversation with you, but then we ended up here. <laughs> so I want you to take this time because I, I, I got to get out of here, but I want you to take this time and I want you to look at the goals that you set for yourself in 2021 for 2022. And do a, a full assessment. Did you even scratch the surface? Did you even try? Did you try? And if you didn't try, what do you have to do to get it done? Why didn't you get it done? What was the problem? What were some of the distractions? Will you be able to eliminate some of those distractions starting today? Don't wait until midnight of December 31st. Start today. So my client Jasmine gave me this great idea to do my vision board on Canva. And she was like, it's much easier Then you can send it to the printer and have it blown up. So I had it blown up. I have one over my desk. I have one in my bedroom and um, I need to put one in my bathroom. <laughs> but anyway, she and I were talking yesterday. Yes, I worked on Sunday um, through the holiday. I do go in oh, through the holiday. I pretty much work seven days a week. But so I went in. I saw a couple of clients and Jasmine was my last client. She's, she's such, she's such a ball of sunshine. She's such a sweet young lady with a sweet, with a good soul. You know, you meet some people, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this person is such a sweet person. She's such a sweet person. And we were talking and I was like, girl, I was looking at that thing and I didn't do a lot of stuff on there. She was like, Tanya, are you looking at it every day? And I was like, well, you know, it's up. You know, and I was telling her how, you know, sometimes there is a table or there's a desk, you know where it is, but you don't look at it. You know, that's just my table over there. Or that's just my desk over there. I said, and I think that's how I was handling this vision board. Like, oh, that's just the vision board. <laughs> she was like, no, you got to look at it every day. <laughs> look at it every day. So I came in here this morning and that's what I did. And I was like, Tanya, oh my gosh. 
But there are some things I did. I grew my YouTube channel. And if you're not following following me on YouTube, you should. Um, Tanya Stokes Realtor. I grew my YouTube channel. I'm taking it seriously. I'm um, uploading videos. I have a goal for the amount of videos I want to have done by the end of the year. And I'm like five videos away. Um, I'm a few podcasts away from the amount of podcasts I want to have on Anchor. So I've done stuff. (laughs) So I want you to go look at your vision board. And I want you to mark across the stuff that you did. Maybe put a heart on it. Don't cross it out. Put a heart on top of it. And then look at the stuff that you didn't do and transfer it to 2023 if it's still important to you. And I want you to start today crushing it. Whatever the day is that you are listening to this podcast, I want you to start it today. Start crushing it. Start moving into that next area Listen, you deserve it. You deserve to have everything you want. You deserve happiness. You deserve happy, healthy relationships. You deserve and you will have a very lucrative business. You will have an abundance of money. Money flows to you easily and abundantly. You are a money magnet. We want you to be mentally healthy and rich physically healthy and rich, and financially healthy and rich. We're wrapping up the year 2023, and I'm going to come to you every single day like this. Hey, I'm Tanya Stokes. I want to thank you for joining me. I look forward to meeting so many of you in person. But for right now, join me on the podcast. We'll talk soon. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. You thought I was going to end this podcast without telling you. Make sure you go to theacademyforyou.com and take a look at my course. Take a look at my academy. I have several courses on there for you. Um, A lot, lot of great things for you to learn, a lot of knowledge, a lot of education. So go to the academy, the number four, the letter U, Dot com, the Academy for you. Take my course or give me a call at 704-756-2752 if you have any questions and you are in the beauty industry, call me or text me. You can always find me at info at tanyastokes.com. But for right now, I want you to go check out my Academy, the Academy for you.com. We'll talk soon. Bye.